My name is Danny Casey, and this is Danny C. Talking Sports. On this episode, I'll be talking to Division I field hockey goalkeeper Maggie Stryker from LIU. Without further ado, please welcome to the show, Maggie. So how are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing all right. That's good. Yeah. A little sore. A little you know, sore. <laughs> practice. Practice? Oh, you just came from practice? I've been having it every day for like the last, I would say, three weeks. Mm. So that's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, let's get started. So can you tell me a little bit about your journey and how you got to become like a D1 athlete? Okay, so at first I didn't think I'd be doing field hockey, which is pretty wild because where I am now. But originally I played basketball, softball, field hockey, and I was supposed to do, I would say, go collegiate for softball. But I ended up choosing field hockey instead because... I just enjoyed being a goalie more. It, it was it was a weird process. It was hard to decide. And it was hard for my parents and stuff. But it was a lot of going back and forth between tournaments and then just finding right. out that I enjoyed it more um, as a goalie. So basically the process consisted of me going to many tournaments um, in various places and coaches would come watch me and it just picked up from there. And you played like basketball, softball, you know? Yeah, that helped a lot because uh, especially like for a goalie, so basketball was a point for like shuffling and being versatile and it's what position did you play in basketball? basketball yeah i was power forward power forward or not i'm not the tallest i would say i'm decently tall but you're I, like five eight right it, yeah yeah that's what it says on your profile yeah. at LIU. i was good at blocking though so okay. i guess that was kind of like a uh, so you were more for like defense right like defense yeah, yeah okay i was good at defense okay so that helped a lot and softball what position softball everybody's like why did you play catcher and i'm like no that's I played uh, first base and shortstop. Oh, really? Wow, okay. So that was that was a fun time. <laughs> so what does it feel like to be a D1 athlete? Um, people glorify it most of the time, but I would say it's more of a job. Um, what do you it, mean by that? It is, it is fun, obviously, to do, because I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't fun. <laughs> but it's a lot of work, and if you're not prepared for it, there's no point to being there. Right. So it's very mental, and they don't talk about that um, when you go into it. But if you're not prepared, it can really take a toll on you. Because not only, like, as a freshman, me coming in, you come from, like, a small town. You think you're the best. And you get, like, blown up. Like, your head is like, wow, I'm crazy. Do you want athlete? That kind of stuff. Right. It really humbles you. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of work. And it's kind of athlete, then social life. So when you go in, no matter what's going on, you just go into work. You can't let anything outside affect you. You just have to push from there. How do you balance your social life and, you know, your athletic side of life? <laughs> it's hard. Um, in high school, uh, I got used to, like, I did all this stuff. I did band, too, and I did all these sports, and I was just used to, like, hanging out with my friends through those activities. Um, for college, it's hard because I'm with these girls 24-7 almost. Right. So you have to become very close with them. But it's also very important for me because my personality isn't like the typical athlete personality. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I kind of separate myself every once in a while. And it's healthy for me because I get that refreshing like breath of fresh air from friends who are outside of field hockey. Because like I said, it's like a job. So it's good to separate your job life from your social life kind of thing. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. So 
why did you choose to go to LAU? Like, were there, like, any other choices in mind instead of LAU? Like, what was this decision process like? So it's really hard. Like I said earlier, they really inflate your ego because they're like, oh, we want you. You're so good, all that stuff. And you have all, right. all these colleges looking at you. Yeah, and you're coming from Massachusetts. Yeah, so. yeah. So I had St. Anselm's. Originally, I really wanted to go D1. So I was, like, really sad on Quinnipiac. I was like, this is so cool. This is great. They wanted me. Um... I went to campus, and it's just about, like, how you vibe with it, I guess. So I I enjoyed the team. They were great people. I just didn't really click with it that well. So I ended up going to all these different schools. St. Anselm's, which is actually LIU's rival when they were D2. Yeah. Um, they wanted me a lot. <laughs> I actually got recruited after a St. Anselm's camp. I feel like my coach knew I was there. Mm-hmm. And she called me right after and said, how about, <laughs> do you want to join? Like, we have a spot for you. And I was like, wow. cool, that's great. That's perfect. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's just difficult saying no to these teams because you've been with them for so long, like almost living like a double life, right? triple life, quadruple life, like whatever. Um, but yeah, Ellie ended up going D1, which was cool. And they ended up wanting to keep me cause I thought I could hang. So that was almost better than going D1 for them to be able to say, we, we know you can stay with us is a great feeling to hear. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you only appeared in one game last season, right, for LIU, right? Is that correct? Yeah, so freshmen don't really play that much, um, especially for D1 sports. Like, you don't see that. There's two goalies right now. It's me and Rachel Velas, who was there for a long time, and she's been with them. Right now she's a junior going into her senior year. Um, she's a captain. So it's nice because we're pretty unequal level playing fields, but she has the experience and she's been there. Right. So it's good for her. To, like, and you're you know, still just starting. I'm so. just starting. Yeah. So it's almost good for me to see. Um, when does next season start? Next season starts next fall. Okay. But we'll go in during August for preseason and start working out like every day. It's rough, <laughs> but it's worth it. You so know? you basically have to like fight for like to get like more playing time, right? That's just, yeah. Um, it's, that's what all these practices are for, I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's a lot of conditioning. Um, you think you just can be playing and skills, like you could be the best player in the team, but if your conditioning isn't good, they won't even like look at you. It's right. a big part of it. Can you explain that process, like the whole conditioning process and all that? So for right now for spring season, so we're not in an actual season. We have like tournaments now, but we will lift every single day of the week, mm-hmm. except for Saturday and Sunday we have off, and we'll run every single day of the week. But certain days we'll run instead of lift. So Mondays... And Tuesdays, we'll lift and run. Wednesdays, we'll just run. And Thursdays, we will lift and run. And then Fridays, we run and do whatever. So, like, today, um, this Friday, we were able to play a little bit in the gym. She had, it was, like, our first time getting our hands on sticks and stuff. But I couldn't really do anything because I'm a goalie. But it, it was nice to see everybody back out there. It's interesting because I feel like you bond more in the spring season than you do in the fall season because fall is very competitive and then spring like you're more together doing things you've known each other for a long time you're suffering through conditioning together like it's kind of that bond (laughs) yeah you so you don't get like any type of practice you know since you're a goalie like at all no i'll get practice but as of now we're just focused on conditioning and building strength because we don't have that many tournaments okay um because it's not the actual season right so we will start practicing as those come closer, like three weeks before, I would say, we would start practicing. Um, but as of now, I'd say 
yeah, we're not really doing anything regarding field hockey. So as we get back into it, we'll start pushing more. But I do practice every practice. We all practice every practice. It just depends, like, what we're doing and what we're up to in the previous or the uh, upcoming weeks. Okay. So what's the difference between playing for, like, your high school team or your college team? I know you only played one game so far, but it has to be some type of different atmosphere. Um, I like to go into it thinking it's the same atmosphere because it helps, but it definitely is different. But there's a little bit more pressure, you know. Yeah, so... So it's because now you're playing for a D1 team. Yeah. Once you get to that level, uh, you do adjust, and it does seem like it's a normal. Right. So it doesn't seem that bad. But it's just a lot of, like, oh, this is, like, a big deal. People are watching me back home. That's what I struggled with a lot Mm -hmm. was, like, people are going to be so disappointed in me. It's going to be horrible. Like, you know, like, I have, like, all these eyes watching on me. But if anything, I got the most support from home. Like, no matter what I did, they loved it because I worked hard to be where I am now. And I think I'm like, great. Like, I could just completely just flop over and they'd be like, wow, she's so good. That's great. <laughs> <Even> though, <laughs> so I, I get most of my uh, support from back home and that helps a lot. I kept getting texts during preseason from my old high school coach and she would help through a lot. Cause she actually played at UConn. So that, that was very insightful. Um, she knows how hard it is. And it's nice hearing it from someone else rather than you just being alone. Right. And it's good to have that home support. So it's good. So you were 2019's Female Athlete of the Year. What did that award mean for you? Getting it. (laughs) It's wild. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, For high school? Are you regretting? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I kind of got... It's a big deal for me. Um that was that was huge um so i played varsity sports i played basketball softball field hockey all varsity throughout my whole high school career so freshman year junior uh sophomore year junior year senior right. year um and i work i worked hard i did other things too and it's just a lot of, like all the high school pressures and drama and stuff on top of everything and i had my own issues and it was it was very relieving it's nice and um it's kind of like a good backbone. Just remember, like, even if things are bad now, like, I am I am good. Like, you know, like, you deserve to be here, that kind of thing. Um, you have all the support at home. People believe in you. It just, uh, it, it was a great feeling because, like, all that work kind of, like, paid off in a sense that I'm recognized for everything I've done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was big for me. <laughs> That's awesome. And, you know, congrats on that. Thank you, thank you. Um, so I know you like as I mentioned before, you played um, basketball, softball, field hockey in high school. Wh- when did you realize that field hockey was the sport that you were going to be most recognized for? <laughs> um, so softball I've been playing since I was younger, and okay. I was I was. What age would you say like? And like second grade. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that was everybody's like, "Wow, oh, you're so good all the time for softball." And softball is like a completely different sport than field hockey. It's slower, but as you get older, it gets faster, obviously. And right. I was I was fourth batter. I did really well with hitting. I would go to all these hitting clinics and all this stuff. I ended up going on a bunch of club teams when I was younger. When I was 16, I won an 18U club team. And that's when they really start recruiting. Mm-hmm. And I just had like... I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, it's fun. Like, I love playing softball, but it was, it was hard. And I played field hockey in eighth grade or no seventh grade that's Mm -hmm. when I started field hockey 
and I, I automatically was like, I love this. Like, I didn't have any issues with it at all. There was never any politics. I was on a club team. It went well for me. Um, there was no, like, daddy ball, or as they say, <laughs> like, for softball and baseball, they have, like, the coaches, and, like, the parents are in charge, and then below that. That's what they call the a kids, daddy ball? They call it daddy ball, basically. I never heard of that before. It's, it's especially in Massachusetts, I feel like I hear that thrown away, like, all uh-huh. the time. Um, it's a common thing, and I feel like in field hockey, since it's just such, like, a tiny community you don't really have that because you don't have connections and you're kind of like out there on your own experiencing your own things and that's it's a great feeling to be not political with playing time best of the best will play that's that's (laughs) how it is um and immediately when i started i don't want to like brag right that's that's not that's not me at all but i feel like i did have like kind of like a, an edge when I played goalie because I, I started as a goalie I never played like the field or anything mm-hmm. and I was pretty good at being goalie because of all the other sports I've played and I understood the concept of doing whatever you can to stop the ball doing whatever you can for that extra mile for that extra step for that extra lunge you know um and that was yeah <laughs> that was pretty much it from there I joined a club team for field hockey on top of softball club team uh, softball started fading out of the picture. Um, I still played throughout high school. Um, but I stuck with field hockey. I was traveling to different places like Virginia, where there's a big tournament for shooting stars. I traveled to Florida. I did a winter escape tournament, which is where LAU actually discovered me, which was pretty cool. Um, and then I also did Disney tournaments. I did all this, all this like indoor stuff and it's been wild thinking Uh about it. There's a lot can't pinpoint a specific tournament because they all blend together because I get like in locked on and everything's the same. I just got to stop it. A dog when it's like chase a ball. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. So that's pretty much how that happened. (laughs) So when did you realize like that you were actually going to be recognized for the sport that you now play for in college? Um, It's kind of funny, like discovering LAU. I had no idea they existed. I would have had no idea they existed unless they came to me. Um... I was at this tournament and the coach approaches me and she's like, we want you on our team. You're really good. And we think you'll be able to stick with the team and do well and excel at our school. And I was like, no, you're joking. <laughs> Get out of my face. You're joking. There's no way. <laughs> um, and I was like, settled. I gotta do D1. I can do better. Like all that stuff. Um, and I ended up just choosing them in the end. I was like the best fit. I was the most comfortable. Um, it's the whole college process mixed in with everything too, you know. Right. It just worked out, and then we ended up, like I said, going D one. So that was pretty wild. Yeah, that's pretty much that. Do you have like any uh, favorite hobbies of yours that you like to do besides playing sports? Oh God. So <laughs> before LAU, uh, I was big with band. So like in mm-hmm. high school, I did pep band marching band what instrument did you play baritone sax okay so the big boy sax yeah <laughs> big boy yeah um jazz band i ended up winning like a band award i have all these band awards from doing that and it's kind of sad because once i got to college i was like oh i miss this <laughs> but um big fan of music i'll 
pick up random instruments and just start playing. I was about to say, do you still play like on your own time? Okay. Yeah, it's hard though because I couldn't bring like a large case to college with me from Massachusetts. It won't fit in my car on top of everything. (laughs) But when I go back, I'll like sit around sometimes and I'll just, when I'm bored, pick it up and play. And it feels nice because it's like all those years, you know? Yeah. Before. It's it's nice. Uh, My brother is also a musician. He is also... He plays the baritone, which is like a mini tuba. Okay. Um, a lot of my friends I've met have been through there, so it's just nice being able to pick it up again and like feeling like the connection, the feeling of home almost. So that's that's that. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is your most outstanding personality trait that you notice about yourself or other people notice about you? Oh, uh, I don't give up ever, even sometimes when I should. Um, people are like, why are you still doing this then? Why are you, like, if you're so upset with certain things, I'm like, because I, I will not accept failure. I will keep pushing until I'm satisfied with myself. I'm also one not to care about what others think. So I will keep doing things. Well, obviously, like, I'll respect others. Like, it's like, like that kind of thing. But like, for me, when it's good enough for me, that's when I know it's good enough. Um, because I'm my own worst enemy and I push myself very hard. Mm. So what what does the future look like for Maggie? Like I know you're majoring in uh, forensic science. What kind of job do you look to pursue with that degree? Oh God, uh, so I'm trying to do forensic pathology. Okay. So after this, I have to go to medical school and just study a lot. <laughs> it's gonna be hard, but I know, like I said, I don't give up. So I'll keep pushing through it because it's something I really want to do. All right. Um, it's it's interesting to me. Not a lot of people do it, and it's kind of like a unique thing that I get excited about. It's I want to do the medical stuff, but I'm too scared of losing the bodies and like losing <laughs> the people. That's too it's too emotional for me. Um, and I just it's interesting. I don't know. Um, I originally wanted to do cop things, criminal justice. That okay. was too too vanilla. I would say for me. <laughs> okay. Um, and I was like, I can step it up a little bit. I can do better than this. So now I've been focused on forensic pathology for about, I would say, like, four years now. So I've had my sights set on that. And it hasn't changed. So I think it's the official path. Like, I, I'm pretty set on it. Okay. So finally, I want to know, do you have any advice for kids just trying to make it on their field hockey team or any sports team, really? Don't give up. Do not give up, ever. Um... I know circumstances can get difficult and things might be against the odds may not be in your favor. Um, especially with coaches, you'll have bad coaches, you'll have bad teammates, you'll have bad situations. You just got to keep pushing through because it will get better. Um, also do what you enjoy. So if you're not feeling a certain team, it's not worth it. Don't put yourself through that strain. Mm -hmm. Do it for yourself. If you, really enjoy something you should keep pushing for it um and it's hard sometimes to separate situations from what you enjoy doing so like for example like if you play basketball and you have like a horrible team and it makes it miserable for you you don't hate basketball you just hate where you're at now so it's good to try different things figure yourself out and just keep pushing for what you love yeah that's my probably best piece of advice that i would have given myself as a kid because I'm stubborn and I get stuck in my own head. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty much it. You do it for the love of the game and love for yourself. I think that's great advice. Thank you. Well, 
Thank you, Maggie, for being a guest on my show. No problem. It was a fun time. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please make sure you rate, comment, or subscribe, and share with a friend. And also, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny K Sports. That's D-A-N-N-Y-C-A-C-E-S-P-O-R-T-S. See you in the next one.